It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. The Steelers just won't go away and now have a shot at a playoff berth, but can they make it with a backup quarterback? Also, the Oklahoma City Thunder are here right now. And whether it's the Bills or the Dolphins, neither one is a title contender. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. The Pittsburgh Steelers go into the final week of the season trying to salvage this season, trying to get that over 500 for Mike Tomlin record. They got a division rival that they got to deal with, the Baltimore Ravens, who are not playing their starting quarterback and future MVP in all likelihood, Lamar Jackson. And they need some help if they want to get into the postseason. But they did their part last week beating the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle with the festively named Mason Rudolph. Chris Carter from Locked On Steelers joins me now. And, and Chris, the Mason Rudolph part of this is, is the part that is so interesting to me because he is going to play this weekend and theoretically Kenny Pickett, it sounds like could be doing that if that were the choice and it's not. So how do you, how do you try to make sense of all of this as we move forward with this Pittsburgh team? Well, it, it does make sense when you look at Mason Rudolph and his two starts this year. The Steelers are averaging over 30 points a game. And it's just it, it was one thing when it was one game against against Cincinnati. And then, you know, according to everything we've understood, Kenny Pickett just wasn't able to practice until towards the end of last week before the Seahawks game. And they were like, look, he's missed a month already. He wasn't playing great when he was in there. Let's just let it let, let him rest. He can be the emergency quarterback, the number three guy. And, it, you know, and if need be, he can shoot up his ankle and we could throw him in there at the last minute. But or or he can just rest and he'll get healthy. And then if we if Mason doesn't play well against the Seahawks, he'll be ready for the Ravens. But then Mason Rudolph goes out there and delivers another hundred plus passer rating. I think he was 112 uh, against the Seahawks and delivers a pretty good football to several different players, including George Pickens, who has over 300 receiving yards in his last two games. That's the difference right now. That 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 just that bit of success has opened up the run game and shown a lot of people have said all along like about about the Steelers run game is that, hey, it's just that no one feared the passing game of the Steelers in a lot of the games that they were just focusing on the run. And after just one and a half games, you saw the Seahawks who can't stop the run have to be honest and kind of spread the field a little bit. And you know, defend a little bit of the pass, and that's when the Steelers were just running down their throats. Uh, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren combining for over 200 yards. I liken it very much to this, Peter. If you think back to when Ryan Tannehill came and boosted the Titans, Derrick Henry didn't have supreme numbers because everyone could focus on Derrick Henry. But as soon as Ryan Tannehill got there and he hits a couple deep balls, and then all of a sudden the passing game's just decent. It's not great, it's decent. Then teams had to play a balanced balanced defense against the Titans and Derrick Henry could get more space to run. Not that Najee Harris is Derrick Henry, but him and Jalen Warren as a duo, they are dangerous. And if you, if you give them space to run and they're not being crowded at the line of scrimmage, they could hurt you. And that's what the, both the Seahawks and the Bengals have found out the last two weeks. This does though, I think raise the question, question, Chris, like Mason Rudolph's been on this team and Mason Rudolph was on this team when they drafted Kenny Pickett. And yet we mm -hmm. are at a point now where it seems like he's just the better quarterback 
or at least the more explosive quarterback. So what what is there someone to hold to account for this mistake? Because it seems like, at, as, at least as we stand here right now, a mistake. I mean, that's the thing here is that the Steelers look at this and this guy, he's the six-year vet on their on their roster. And I think a lot of people are, are still looking at maybe Kenny Pickett could still develop. He's in his second year in the NFL. Mason Ruff's second year in the NFL. He was getting benched for Devlin Hodges, uh, who was a professional duck color and not even in the NFL anymore. So maybe that's part Please of it. Please respect Duck Hodges. Yeah, please respect Doc Hodges, a good old Devlin. Uh, but I think the bigger miscue was having Mason behind Mitch Trubisky, who if Mason Rudolph played like this as a backup in the Jaguars game when Mitch Trubisky came in, in the Cardinals game when Mitch Trubisky came in, or in the Patriots game or the Colts game that Mitch Trubisky started, the Steelers are probably not they're probably not just in the playoffs, but they might be pushing Baltimore for a one seed because you look at that three-game stretch where they lost to the Cardinals, the Patriots, and the Colts, two, all three games that if you looked at earlier this season, that those should have been winnable games. They even win just two of those games. You're talking about this team not being 9-7 and seven right now. They'd be 11-5, and five, and this would be a different conversation uh, on, on the season with just those two games alone, not including uh, the, the the Colts game the Steelers have. Uh, the Steelers have clinched a winning record with, with at being 9-7, and seven, but they're fighting to get into the playoffs, and if they win, they'd need help from either the Titans knocking off the Jaguars or, or the Dolphins knocking, knocking off the Bills. Either one of those with the Steelers win gets them in. If they lose, they got to hope the Jaguars still lose to the Titans, but they also have to hope the Broncos beat the Raiders. So, so lots of th- dominoes have to fall this weekend, but if they win, they they win they play the, the first game on Saturday. If they win, they can get it out. They can just watch on Sunday and just see what happens. Stay up to date all year on the Pittsburgh Steelers by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Steelers on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Thunder are a juggernaut. No, really. Before we get to why, we may have seen the last of Zach Wilson as a Jet. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, what are you waiting for? The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, and more. There's also weekly promos and boosts to give you plenty of opportunities to increase your payout. Saturday, Steelers and Ravens game will see a lot of Baltimore players resting because of that FanDuel has the Ravens four-point home dogs in the Tyler Hundley Bowl. You can also combine bets for a bigger payout. Same game parlays are a great way to enjoy watching sports. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and do the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day. With the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever 
national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. It looks like it's curtains for Zach Wilson with the Jets. He remains in concussion protocol and will miss the season finale against the Patriots. This will be the third game in a row that Wilson has missed. New York could look for a new backup for Aaron Rodgers for next season as coach Robert Sala was non-committal when asked about Wilson's future with the Jets, saying, we'll see. A lot of flashbacks to being a kid and asking my parents if we could go to Disney World this year. We'll see. Sala went on to say, we were hoping to give him that one year to watch Aaron play football and learn and grow with all the different things that come with the scheme. So, no, we're not going to Disney World. In a predictable move, the Baltimore Ravens will rest NFL most valuable player favorite, Lamar Jackson, in the regular season finale. This means Jackson will have at least a 19-day break before playing in the AFC Divisional Round. Ravens coach John Harbaugh announced Wednesday that Jackson would not play Saturday against the Pittsburgh Steelers, a game that has no playoff ramifications for Baltimore, who have sewn up that top overall seed. Of course, the rest versus rust argument is going to be something we have to talk about if Baltimore comes out flat in that divisional round. Miami Dolphins star receiver Tyreek Hill and his family are safe after firefighters responded to a large fire at his home. Nobody living at the Berkshire Courthouse was harmed, according to Fire Marshal Robert Taylor. Team officials said Hill was made aware of the incident during Wednesday's practice and left to attend to the matter. Taylor said crews from Southwest Ranches in Broward County assisted with what officially was designated as a two-alarm fire. Scary situation there. Glad everyone is okay. And on the hardwood, the Pelicans traveled north to take on the Timberwolves. Oh boy, was that a victory by the Pelicans against one of the best teams in the NBA, the best team in the Western Conference. And what's great about this is the Minnesota Timberwolves have been the top team in the Western Conference for over 45 days, I think. This is not a fluke of a Minnesota Timberwolves team. This is very much a signature victory for the Pelicans this season. We've seen them take care of worse teams like the Brooklyn Nets the other night. But to go on the road when they landed in Minnesota at around 2 in the morning to come out and play like they did here in such an emphatic way, right? The stars played like stars. We'll get into Zion. We'll get into B.I. here, right? The role players stepped up again in a tough environment on the road. The Minnesota Timberwolves have only lost one other game at home this season. The Pelicans going and doing all of that when, look, you didn't, they didn't win this. We weren't going to really be upset, but they go out and they just dominate that team. Here is another story you need to know. Coming into this 2023 NBA season, the Oklahoma City Thunder seemed poised to take that proverbial leap, maybe a trade or two, and they could be title contenders, maybe even. Well, don't look now, but they might not even need to make a trade. This team might just be good enough now to make a run in the Western Conference. They beat the Celtics two nights ago. They did fall to the Atlanta Hawks last night. A 141-138 thriller. They made a comeback in the fourth quarter because Shea Gilgis-Alexander is just an absolute force right now. Ryland Styles from Locked on Thunder joins me now. And, and Ryland, this team has exceeded even, I think, the most optimistic expectations for them this season. What do you think the biggest reason is as to why? You know, I, I think that when you look at this team, it's just unexpected to have Chet Holmgren, for example, mm. come in after a massive injury. A Liz Frank injury is so detrimental 
to a, to any athlete, but especially a big man, but to just come in right off of that and not need time to ease in. But instead, he's played at an all-star caliber level through 30 games. Sure. He's made a winning impact from the first game of the year all the way through this point right now. So I have to give all signs to Chet, but also it's just so rare that you see SGA take another leap. He had a leap last year to be a 30-point-per-game scorer, first-team All-NBA. He's taken a massive leap as a playmaker and defender, leading the NBA in steals. And then everyone, uh, for the most part, has tracked in the positive direction. You typically see guys slide off or regress or have slow starts. That's not been the case for OKC. Jalen Williams out of Santa Clara has been able to progress his way into a more on-ball role, which has really helped them in that second and fourth quarter to get SGA some rest without losing a ton in the scoring department. So I I think that it's just this is the best possible outcome for all of their top players. SGA becoming an MVP-level player is his ceiling. Chet Holmgren in his first 30 NBA games playing like like an all-star is better than you could have ever expected yeah. off of that injury. And so when you get that in bulk and J-Dub becoming this score that he's become uh, in his second season, of course you're going to have this high outcome result. And it's just all clicked for OKC. And they all really highlight each other. Like even going back to the Rus- Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant days, it was a lot of your turn, my turn. At times mm-hmm. it was a bit clunky. These guys complement each other's skill set because they can all play off ball. They can all play on the ball. They can all roll. They can all cut. They can all score. They can all shoot. They can all do what you need uh, to play team basketball. And the, and the selfless egos of theirs has really helped them out as well. And one of the, the biggest reasons why I, I think you can make the case, I'm going to ask you about this, that they are a potential finals team is oftentimes in the NBA it comes down to who's the best player in the playoff series. And Shea Gilders Alexander, right now, you can make a credible case. He is the best guard in the league. He's averaging 31 points a game, shooting 55% from the floor. Guards don't do that. That's not a thing that happens. And for him to be this impactful on offense and defense to go with, as you mentioned, all the complimentary pieces, it's why in that five-game win streak that was just snapped by the Hawks. Okay, let's forget about that for a second. They beat the Celtics. They beat the Nuggets, the defending champs, by the way. And the Timberwolves, who are the number one team in the Western Conference right now. So it, it, it the pieces fit, but it seems like Shea taking that jump has been maybe the final piece here. Do you feel like they are ready to be a contender now, or is there an additional move or set of moves that you think they need to make? Yeah, I, I think that the only thing holding the Thunder back, if you if you go and you talk to people in the NBA, people who cover the NBA, the only real clutch crutch that they lean on is their inexperience and is their age. Well, they can't fix that. Even if they made a trade for a, a more veteran-related player, you're not going to have enough time in, 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 from the deadline to the end of the season to find your groove. And in all honesty, as much as you want to make this a Disney movie, you go trade for a 30-year-old that doesn't magically make SGA have played 20 playoff games or, or, or J-Dub have played one playoff game in his whole career. So it's not going to be some magical fix. If but, but if inexperience is all you can lean on, this is a pretty good team. And at the end of the day, when the ball is thrown in the air, it's just basketball. So no matter if you played 100 playoff games or one, it's just basketball. We've seen young teams make deep runs. We've seen teams led by younger players like Jason Tatum, whenever he led the Celtics all, all the way to the conference finals, make big runs. So SGA certainly can do that because you're right. It, whenever you shrink the rotations and, you, and you're playing your stars even more in the postseason, it's going to come down to who has the best player. And more often than not, the Thunder will have the best player. And then you go down the list and they're extremely competitive of who's the best number two, who's the best number three. The gap is not all that wide 
And so when you have all those things factoring together, they certainly can make some noise this year. And you can also make the case that the, the last team to do it the way that they've done it, as young as they've done it, is the Oklahoma City Thunder. So we've seen a team not just do it, but do it in Oklahoma City. Rylan, appreciate the time. Thanks for having me. Stay up to date all year on the Oklahoma City Thunder by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Thunder on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, is it the Dolphins or is it the Bills? It's neither. We'll tell you why. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The Dolphins and Bills meet for the AFC East title this Sunday night. At times, both of these teams have shown plenty of talent. But Peacock and Williamson don't believe either one of them are true contenders this year. And then there's a number of scenarios where the Bills lose, uh, and it, it's uh, unlikely, but th- it is possible the Bills don't get in at all, too. So you mm-hmm. could be the um, you could be the division winner or not in at all for the Buffalo Bills. So a wild week here to come in Week 18. There, I'm seeing them with an 82 percent chance, and I think we all want to see them in the playoffs. They stumbled a lot though against the Patriots. I mean, they had a hard time moving the football. That Pat's D is really good. I used to think that the Bills were pretty clearly the third best team in the league behind Baltimore 1, San Francisco 2. Now I don't know who number three is, but Miami's in a bad situation too. So kudos to the league for setting this game up that we'll all watch it Sunday night. Perfect. I mean, it means the most. But man, these teams aren't as dangerous as I thought they would be at at this very minute. You know, A lot of injuries for Miami too. I buy... The Dolphins are not contenders. Not particularly pleasant for my Miami to win the Super Bowl 25 to 1 bet that I was pretty feeling pretty good about to start the season. They just don't have the defensive bona fides at this point, and they have a quarterback who is just not a ceiling raiser. But the Bills, the Bills can win games in a multitude of ways. They beat the crap out of the Cowboys running the ball, and we've seen Josh Allen just by sheer force of will and prestidigitation, win games because he's that good. I can't rule out a Buffalo team that has been through the fires. They have been through the playoff battles. And who else am I picking in the AFC? The Chiefs do not look particularly scary to me. No one in the AFC South has anything to give in this conversation. And I guess we'll see... Bills, Dolphins, but we're assuming here that one of these teams wins. If the Bills win, I don't think going 2-0 and against the Dolphins would make them at all scared to face Miami in the postseason. So that just leaves the Ravens, a team, the Bills, with Josh Allen against Lamar Jackson, have already beat in the playoffs. The Dolphins, not, not. Not title contenders, not with the injuries, not on defense. They, I, I, I don't know how they're going to have enough pass rush. Josh Allen is a special, special player. And frankly, if they beat the Dolphins in impressive fashion this weekend, I think he should be the MVP 
not Lamar Jackson. They are contenders. Mostly because, who else is it? And finally, the Michigan Wolverines have been, shall we say, controversial this year. Jim Harbaugh has been suspended multiple times for multiple violations. The Wolverines quarterback would like to set the record straight, though. We did things the right way as players, J.J. McCarthy said. It would be very unfortunate to not get recognized for all the hard work that we put in and everything we accomplished over this last year. For all the jokes that I've made at Jim Harbaugh's expense on social media, for example, he's absolutely right. J.J. McCarthy is absolutely right. This is not a shot at the players who have done everything right and they deserve everything that they have worked for. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, what's going on with the Sacramento Kings? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports Today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.